Hi, it's Manuel Judici here and welcome back to the uh, podcast Leading Your Change Initiative. Today I want to explore the question, is your change team uh, vital? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try to kind of share some, some kind of insights and mindsets, but also um, in the, with the purpose of really promoting a different view. Sometimes we feel that um, as we, we're talking about projects, large projects and businesses and businesses introducing change. And what I notice is there tends to be a lot of criticism or cynicism. Um, you know, there is too many projects run at the same time. Um, you know, and we don't really see the point of this. Um, and to be honest, what do you want me to? What do you need me to do first, right? So, do you want me to focus on my business as usual, which is my role as an HR, as a payroll manager, as an HR professional, or do you need me to can support the project? It's not clear. We don't really know what we need to do to to set you up for success. And first of all, we don't even know why you should do that. We don't. We don't. We don't feel motivated. We don't feel mm, supported. And we don't see the bigger picture so that we can contribute to it. So um, there is a lot of different, a lot of different very challenging scenarios that support change projects. My personal uh, involvement, my professional involvement over the last seven and a half years has been both uh, primarily actually on uh, business projects, but they were technology enabled. Right? So technology supported business projects. There was a technology and innovation that would somehow uh, bring about changes in terms of processes, in terms of a dashboard, in terms of services that would simplify things that would bring about uh, daily operational benefits to the people that were Im- impacted by those changes. You know, um, activities that would be performed manually over a course of weeks that now will be, um, you know, the, the same amount of data will be available through a dashboard and it's automatic or will be sent out automatically, will be pushed out to people, to relevant, you know, stakeholder groups, to finance, let's say, um, and the report will actually tease out the uh, the level of detail that the finance is needed to make decisions, right? Decision making, right? So, the uh, there is a component of complexity, and I touched on complexity in a few other times, but whenever we develop a technology, there is a very strong element of trial and error. Developers are creative individuals that. They have, they might have, they might be specialized. They might have created a system or something that's similar in the past, but every change project has some a, an element of unpredictability because there are variables that can't be anticipated. Right? You have people living, uh, but you also have legacy system that might have not been in place in a previous project. So you'll have to, you'll uncover a lot of the unknown, and you'll have to develop and create a solution that is fit for purpose for the known. Now, um, because, because, and like, and you're basically creating something from scratch. So the thing that the first, the first element I want to highlight it here is that um, everyone wants to have clarity about, you know, the, this is the timelines, these are the budgets, we want to stick to it, and it's going to work absolutely on time and on budget. Uh, however, I believe that one has to account for an element of um, variability, of unpredictability. Now, having said that, the uh, the challenges each change team faces. When I say change team, I've defined it multiple times in the previous episodes, but I'm talking about every single contributors that are part of a program of change, or more specifically, a project of change. So, program leaders, product owners, um, 
sponsors as well as developers consultants trainers communication specialists change um, change managers and all basically the professional skills they are put together to deliver this change now what i so going back to the title of the of the podcast is actually what i really want to emphasize here and um, not long ago actually a couple of weeks ago i finished reading the book by Jeff, um, the book scrum um and by uh, jeff sutherland and what jeff talks about is he's basically he's basically the co-creator of scam he basically talks about one of the key aspects that uh, he highlighted from a uh, from an idea perspective is that every time you want your your team to perform at a certain level and this is my own verbalization of it right but anyone you want to bring about some change um to a team uh in this case specifically a change team you need to input a a certain element a amount of energy in your team there has to be some synergy people need to want to come to the office and enjoy and they need to know that they um they, they are expert in their fields they can contribute it to 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 the success of the project but also they really want to know that um it is um the work is meaningful it's they see the vision they see what the project is going to do they see what it, how the technology is going to help their business and they want to feel excited about it they also want to be recognized when we talk about recognitions i think oftentimes organizations make the mistake of you know focusing these are financial metrics you know the financial recognitions these are the rewards not many people i mean there's overwhelming amount of literature that actually looks at that people don't get motivated by financial rewards it it happens up to a certain moment to a certain threshold of salary but above the salaries there are other factors that motivate people to to really do a good job to really commit to it now uh, one of those factors is allowing people to feel empowered to have the autonomy and feel empowered to contribute the expertise without being micromanaged without being you know punished for being late so there is an element of safety also to that right now I'm sharing with you different views and and different views and different perspectives because as I was laying out at the beginning of this this episode there is a lot of challenge that comes there is a lot of uncertainty uh there is a lot of experience also at the same time that a change team has these professionals they have however uh unless there is a a, a strong uh, a strong element of vitality of energy of which basically becomes um apparent through momentum you know a project team that's work effect, is working effectively the churn out results very quickly they do it on a weekly basis think about uh, agile as a methodology as a framework that actually measures um agile could be, could be applied to any context but this specifically in a, in a technology development context uh, software development context you know agile allows you to measure uh, velocity which is how much what well, basically another measure is another way for measuring productivity in your team right so you notice that p- teams that have a sense of they are committed to their purpose of a greater purpose so they they are selfless you know jeff sutherland talks a lot about being selfless in in his book and and he calls out this concept multiple times the servant leadership um but you see that these people that these teams that have high performing teams 
they have very strong um, personal, the professional experience and professional qualifications. They they they're passionate about what they do, right? Uh, but oftentimes they're overwhelmed. There are so many challenges um, that you know came about, and 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 there is an element. There's a very strong element of uncertainty, regardless of how much experience they've had, because each project is a unique effort per se. There are so many changing variables, human variables, as well as technical and technology variables that people can, you know, cannot take into account all at once. But the uh, the point I was driving, I'm driving home here is that regardless of challenges a change team or a project team faces, one of the key fundamental aspects of making sure this team is resilient, it keeps on going, it keeps on uh, performing, regardless of the drawbacks, regardless of the you know, timelines, the deadline, the cutoff dates, we move be moved out these are all mo- the motivating factors and sometimes frustrating and seeing this is my creeping but the ability of a change project and a project team to develop their habits to develop an element uh, uh, an environment that is conducive of performance and how every person is different every organization uh, may be different in a way or another but we all know that intuitively there are some aspects that motivate people some aspects that don't working over time for the sake of it doesn't and there is research that shows that working more than a certain number of hours a day it actually makes your team unproductive now what well, this is one of those aspects but also safety uh, giving autonomy to your team and team members and the ability to for them to make decisions you know they are experts but they might make decisions if empowered to do so and and if they feel safe to come and ask you the questions where they feel they're encountering a blocker or or an obstacle that create a culture of trust at the same time what i'm really kind of trying to share here is just a few example that um in order to be able to uh, tie back this to your core financial metrics or to call your core targets of your project or initiative, you yes, we, it is absolutely true and absolutely compelling that we want to, to create this technology, deliver it, and deploy in your market in, in your um, in your business. But also, you need them to you know unlock value. It has to be creating value to your business. Now, we have defined, and I keep going back to that, but these are the three elements that every change initiatives actually want to fulfill. So number one, they want to create a system of technology that's fit for purpose. Number two, they have to ensure that it's delivered on time and on budget. And number three, people, the impact is the colder groups, need to be bought into it. You know, in change management, I talk about winning hearts and minds. Now, none of it is possible unless there's a certain element of vitality to your change team, to your project team. There's different ways of doing that. People try to find tactics. But I believe one of the most uh, effective ways is to look at it from an inside-out point of view. You as a change leader in charge of a program of change, of a project of change, you're responsible for setting out that environment. And I know sometimes we feel like deadlines are given to us. However, without an element of vitality, without an element of fun, without an element of, um, um, you know, meaningfulness in the work we do, then your the people in your team will become cynical. They will feel that, you know, I've been utilized only to produce results and they're getting paid. They can't wait for Friday to be, to, to be, uh, <clears throat> and, and I have a weekend off, so I don't have to think about it. That's one element of it. The other element of that, they might feel, um, you know, they just be motivated only by fear. And people that are motivated by fear um, or their reluctance, they're, they're very reluctant to, you know, to, to, to call out what 
everyone knows to be a problem, but they don't want to be, they want to take a risk of being shot down or even fired or even being called out or identified of, as troublemakers. Now, um, I believe there is responsibility of, uh, of, a, of a leader, of a list of a change team, um, and it's there is there has to be a clear a clear focus on uh, what are the what are the elements what are the things what are the activities that high as a leader as a change as a person in charge of a change project, whichever whichever role a person might be project manager program director or sponsor or executive sponsor, but there is a, there has to be an element of injection of energy in your project team in your delivery team because effectively strategy and executions are all important. However, sorry strategy and planning are important but effective execution is actually what, what will um, sanction the delivery of value to your business now um, I've just shared a few examples of what your business and what the leaders need to do but in my views some of I'm really passionate about uh, uh, projects and initiatives in our organizations build change capability to introduce change and do that consistently over time regardless of the type of project but here we're talking about the delivery the also developing on your your project team of core change skills influence communication engagement fun fun is a, is a word that you know doesn't play it doesn't go well with many project scenarios project uh, project uh, or change scenarios and we change teams because everyone is so stressed out we don't actually realize that in order to overcome to build that element of resilience um, we need to make our work and our, our our team performing at a level whereby they're not faced by the challenges because first of all there is a belief and and, and the faith that they they have the expertise and knowledge as a team and the complementary skills but they also they have the managerial and uh, the managerial support and leadership support to go about and do the work that they need to be doing now everything else also <clears throat> And um, if you if you notice from 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 what I'm sharing, actually, the I'm not sharing a lot about the tactics, tactics and templates and <clears throat> tools that could be utilized. Right? I have as, as a consultant, I've over the years I've accumulated many of those tools that come come in handy. We're talking about change impact assessments. We're talking about project plans. We're talking about um, uh, RACI and as what as what analysis and. So there's a lot of tools, but not really talking about that. What we're actually referring to is the awareness, is the awareness and the responsibility for any change project to um, to uh, be powered by, if you will, and by um, an, an intrinsic and uh, positive environment. And and I, there is no, there is no. I think the, the sheer awareness that this is a, a very strong um, um, kind of propelling fuel for a change project, for a change team to be, I uh, know, continuously trying to improve, continuously trying to deliver and create value for the business. This is this turns out to be a very strong success indicator, success predictor, right? Um, I keep on referring to this analogy that you know when you go to the gym, you have a personal trainer. You want to, they hold you accountable, they correct you and support you. You generally get the job done. You you reach your objectives. But even if you didn't have a personal trainer and you would go to the fitness center, but you feel absolutely motivated because you're excited uh, by the results that you're getting, or you go maybe with a mate, with a friend. And there is a mutual, a mutual support and understanding. You look forward to that. You see the element of energy will actually allow you to follow through. 
Now, people talk about, people look at it as a, you know, but these are intangible, it doesn't work like that, this is business. There's more and more metrics. If you look at out there, um, Sean Acor um, talks about, he's done a lot of research and the correlation between happiness and performance. And um, one of the things that he actually found is that the, um, so happiness and achievement, the, uh, the the correlation between action, uh, uh, um, um, happiness achievements is actually the other way around that what most people intuitively um, think of Uh, achievements so happiness so achievements doesn't come before happiness you don't have to achieve project success in order to be happy by creating uh, by being happy so and obviously it does in much much more detail because basically it's it's falling from some very robust uh, some very so the research I'm referring to follows very robust in in indicators of you know success indicators what that looks like but bear with me with the with the analogy and the example whereby a and happy or fulfilled or joyful or list committed uh, project team and change team will actually achieve the results and 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 that is the environment everyone i believe any change project needs to aim to pursue it probably won't be perfect but i believe that anyone uh, any project manager any uh, program manager any person in charge of delivery kind of intuitively relate to that and and can create in a way that is resourceful the conditions to to create such an environment now part of this some of the work that i do is on the leadership coaching side of things but also some training session where you really highlight um, some some of these key core messages and and to be honest uh, all it takes is the ability to listen to the people and the experts and the professional in your change team what makes them take people might have interest people might like going to the pub some people like uh, lego buildings some people like uh, tree trekking so the ability to kind of connect them together and to make an effort to you know make the work a bit fun and 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 also allow your individuals your professionals to be heard and and the, the personal passions to be pursued i don't believe you have to wait for a official hr program to you know engage your entirety of your business there's a lot of programs that are trying to standardize you know you want to get <laughs> people want to get like quick fixes or you know we 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 outsource engagement. We, we outsource communication to the communication department. That's the most ridiculous idea one could think of. And we all know that intuitively. If we want to create a high-performing team, we also have to be able to, to engage and communicate with each other effectively as well as communicate it out to the business. So there is, um, uh, I, really, I really wanted to, as you, as you, as you can tell, the, um, I'm, I'm following it kind of coming from different perspectives and depicting a pictures rather than following a specific structure. Other episodes of the podcast would have kind of laid out different elements, what works, what does in any change project. But actually what I'm trying to do here is really give you a bit of a, of a view of an insight and hopefully some room for, for thought and for action, um, hopefully, whereby what is it that you can do as a change leader to start actually developing uh, you're actually kind of building momentum to change them. Think about of the individuals as human beings and professionals that are committing their time and resources, and they actually want you to succeed. And and what skills do you as a leader need to develop? 
maybe it's leadership, maybe it's influence, maybe it's engagement. All of these skills that used to be considered non-intangible skills or soft skills, um, these are actual skills that actually will allow you as a leader and your project, the change team to, you know, to start creating synergy internally. And once you build momentum, you can start, you probably notice that the, the output, the results and the velocity in terms of, you know, developing a solution will start increase and your team will not be phased out. People will not start getting ill or taking a day off or try to work three, four days a week or turn into part-time. All of these, all of these indicators are actually point to the fact that your change team, your project team is absolutely strained and they can't cope with it. So uh, I hope you change, you accept the challenge of, you know, really understand if your, if your team is vital, what are the signs that you might be ignoring as a project team, as a project leader. I'd be happy to kind of have a conversation with you as well. And my uh, LinkedIn, uh, the best way to connect is through LinkedIn. My name is Manuel Judice, M-A-N-U-E-L. G-I-U-D-I-C. I hope this was of value for you and um, really kind of room some thoughts and, and, you know, the ability to kind of spark some, 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 some thoughts and how is that, I'll leave you with a couple of questions. That what, are, what are the most successful projects that you've, uh, or, pro- or initiative that you've experienced being implemented in your business? And what, what was the least successful ones? And what was the difference between the two? If you look at it from a, from a, from a team perspective, who were the people that were in charge of it? What were they doing differently from one project to the other? If, if I think if you start paying attention and you start noticing the Delta, you actually see that the most successful high-performing teams, they had an element of, they, were, they, they had an element of synergy and um, co-creation, sh- a shared purpose, a selflessness to it. Oh, I hope, um, once again, hope you find this, this episode helpful.